0: Baker J. Baker with the Tell It Like It Is The Kingdom Way. And I want to welcome you. Uh, Today, I had a fabulous guest last week. Well, it wasn't really a guest, but at any rate, I had this person on last week, uh, Apostle Dr. Barry Cook, and he's back again. I'm going to try and get him to come back for even more, a few more of these things so that we can finish this subject off right. We want to do something. One of the things, Barry, tell me if you agree with this or not. On, on things such as this, we start a series. We start talking about something. And what we do is we open it up and then people walk around more confused than they were before because we didn't take the time to go ahead and 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 really give them things to study and things to, to look for and things to look at. And you are a teacher. You are not just a preacher. You're not just this. I mean, you really... Uh, open it up. Even in your books, it's like line upon line. So um, you know, I want you to be to feel free to 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 do this because I really want to get this woman thing in, but I really want to get the part in about how 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 people screwed with the word of God, how they. Uh, h- how they uh, uh, sanitized it in a way that was turned towards them. How they turn things around so that we're walking in a in a way that is not the kingdom of God way. We're walking in a religious, churchy, um, uh, uh silly way, and we shouldn't be doing that. So welcome, yeah. welcome, go for it, my brother.
1: God. Well, thank you for being uh, asking me to come back on. You know, I love this subject. I've been in ministry for about 35 years uh, full-time and uh, it's been a been a great journey lots of high highs and some interesting lows but uh it's been a great time and and still in love with jesus more than ever and glad to have the opportunity to be here <laughs> that was my that was a, i did my due diligence on that one so um you know um as we get into this and we continue to start there has been a suppression of just like there has been suppression of races in some places it's a caste system and that's another thing when you travel around the world to get an understanding of outside of our myopic little world about how rough things can be and about how many different types of controlling systems that judge people whether it's their skin color judges them from a part of town they lived or judges them because their dad was born a plumber and and not a a lawyer you know whatever i mean from a and so it can be a variety and i didn't make them any smarter than the next person they could there's lots of kings through history that were just about retarded and made kings just because they were kings and and lord jesus and they about wouldn't give it to the woman who was smarter than them and ended up running the kingdom from the back because the men thought that would make them look worse and um and if all of them would want understood the kingdom of god and christ's redemption they would have understood that uh giftings are what you discern and recognize and not a gender or a skin color but you see people's character and you see their giftings if we're not supposed to judge people by the content Of their character, but not by the color of their skin, but the conduct of their character. Well, I think most people agree with that. Well, it's the same way. Then you can't do it whether it's a male or female. You can't judge them because of that, because that's not how God does it. You know, we woman bears a woman man has a role but you know the functions of these have been messed up to mean total suppression and that was a characteristic of the fall as we talked about last time and if we are to be redeemed from the fall we have got to get back to understanding that we have different functions but we are co-equal and uh, we funk we we rule and have dominion together um not just one of us having it. We both have roles, and to me, you stick a man home with a kid all day and watch how he does. He won't last two or three days, not if he's a, not not if, unless he's neglecting the, the the um you know the children. And so even when people say all I am is a housewife, I'm like, honey, I've been a single father. I know what it's like. It's it's hard. It's it's difficult, and and it's hard to do both. Uh, but to uh, you know my thing, and I know i know i know we're bearing down on where this has gone wrong in history it's gone wrong the whole history it's still people are still doing it as suppression you can show people straight up things in the scriptures like i'm saying from genesis and the curse in genesis 3 you can look at it clearly and they'll still say yeah i know but that's just or that's not how it is or my church well they convince me whenever i talk to them this is And honestly, I think we're looking at the wrong things. I think we need to be focusing on teaching the right things and building people forward and teaching opposite. We need to dispute and persuade just like they did and the the apostles did. Instead of preaching on these Candyland messages, we need to deal with subjects that genuinely free God's people on on a large scale, on an individual scale, on a corporate scale. I mean, we've got to believe God to do that. But saying that, women haven't been a part of leadership in church history it means nobody has read the scriptures i mean they've not read church history or they would know the church has gone over and beyond to suppress women out of the opinions even of things that were given in the bible many of the early church documents recorded the the input of the women as much as the input of the man but then by the time it gets made into a book a hundred years later the woman part the women and their inputs taken out of it i i have so many books for a while i tried to collect them they were like originals from where they were now and how much change people made to the history well that part offends me that's why i have an issue with this with the stuff even with the statues i'm not trying to hit on a sensitive subject but my point in that is this if we say everybody that has anything wrong in their life We need to, that's not why they were building the statues. They built statues to them for the things they were doing right, not for the things they were doing stupid, you know, so we have to make sure this is what they did right, and it changed history, but this was the human part that they didn't deal with yet. This was the unregenerated part. This was the ungodly, whatever it was, you know, but I think we get in trouble because that's how we're doing it sounds innocent when it's put in that context, but we put it back in male and female. We're going to be back in the same spot. We put it back. It's never, it's going to get us chasing our tails to get a cure for the whole thing. And the deal is, is we've got to stop it. And how come preachers aren't preaching on it? How come they're not manifesting? And how come there's guys still preaching to this, but all their elders are men? When there was so many women elders listed in the Bible. I mean, I mean, dozens of them were listed in scriptures. And, and yet most churches even, there's not women. Yeah, we have women here and they might have one person, but it's like a, a relative of somebody, you know, and, and they just nasty, you know, they ain't even, you know, maybe they was anointed one time, but go ahead. You're going to say.
0: You know, one of the things of it is, is this, uh, if you, if I don't know if you uh, noticed in our conference that we just had with the love and unity. Yes. When Apostle Eddie asked for all the fathers to stand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That they could, um, you know, give the people a hug. If you, if you, uh, uh, if you were paying attention, or if you may not have paid attention, or whatever it is, because you're used to me standing. I mean, you, you know, it's just a part of who we are, right? Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: uh, this was one of the things that the people. This was before I taught and before you taught. But it was like one of these things, and that's why when we were going on welcoming the people, I had to speak to that because people were in such bondage as to wait a minute. Why is she she standing when he was talking about fathers? And uh, that's why uh, uh, that's really how this part came about because I I I, I spoke as you know in the welcome part and then uh when i when i uh spoke on that second day or first day or whatever it was uh when i spoke i brought parts of this up the 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 uh, heart of the father in a female body right right i'm in my seat i'm not sitting there as a woman right and see and he said that there's neither male female slave nor free but we're all one in christ and yes. I'd like for you to, you know, I'd like for you because it's like one of these things is a really interesting thing. I am not, uh, as we both know, and you and 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 uh, Steve and I, when we were out um, in in the midst of whatever it was, I'm definitely not in competition with any of my my uh, my counterparts there. Uh, and I definitely ain't gonna try and preach like y'all, you know. And I have my own fun, <laughs> so it's because of who I am. I mean, I would be if you had to compare me with anybody. I guess McGee and I are about as silly as. I mean, we're 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 both the same kind of silly sometimes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you look at that, but I'd like for you to speak on that because it's it's um it, it's it's something that gets to some of the people.
1: Well, it's a shame that it does because again, it's just just that old old mindset that has to be renewed and by understanding the scriptures and studying the subjects because, I mean, if you're looking at it from a spiritual place and you understand that um, both men and women are disciplers and carry different levels of authority in the body of Christ you're not submitting to a male male gender or a female gender you're submitting to the spirit of christ um you know in a person and through a person so if you can't see that, then you must be born again because you're not seeing. Them. I'm not saying i saved, but you know, I just I start. It makes me want to start messing because I'm like, you know, how can I mean? I was at this thing. I was talking on this deal, the secular thing, and this transgender person was talking, and they're like, "You got to say he, them, there." And the pastor down at the other end is the one that jumped me. I looked down at him. I said, then how you know, how come you still using he he and she in your church? you don't let no women preach in your church, you don't let any women in leadership. I said, don't get me started on that, buddy. you don't do what you say. I said, you really don't believe that I should do away with the gender because you don't do it in your own house. but you know it because it's a deceiving spirit. It's just a whacked out, a whacked out spirit in people that just hasn't grown to that place yet. and unfortunately, I'm not black, but I'm just saying. Unfortunately, it's the same as a lot of the stories I hear, where black folks have been over here. They know the difference in the way Southern people can tease black folks, and whether the Northern black is a difference. And I've had black friends that tell my Northern black friends, "They're like, look, it's a little different down here. Folks might say something to you, but look, watch. I'll handle it. While I'll joke it off." And, I, and I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking to myself you got to think of ways to not be offended over something you have a right to be offended about i'm like lord jesus um you know and people don't think they don't put themselves in other people's situations and feel it and that's how i feel about this women thing when 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 people get upset about that i'm thinking what what, what's going on with you i'm like what is the matter with you how long you going to do this i mean when do we get to move forward and set some folks free because It's all about being under authority and mutual submission. It's not about you can't be yourself. You can't be free. You can't have a gift. You can't be anointed. What what the heck?
0: Okay, two things I want to bring up. Okay, number one, I want to throw this at you. You see, the only reason that I'm offended, I'm offended for God. And the reason for it is you have screwed up what it is that he has set. See, I'm not offended for me, okay? I'm offended for God because here it is: you got your rusty butt, and you're telling me that you belong to Him, and the way that He has made things, you are going fully mm-hmm. against it, and you're supposed to be in Him, and mm-hmm. we're supposed to be this one. So I'm offended for God. I'm not offended for me. Yeah. But if I was offended for me, I would blow you away. I mean, I would hurt you in some kind of way, but. Mm-hmm. It's not about, it. it's it's. I am offended for God that you would say that you belong to him. And here it is that this is how you see things. You're still seeing things like from the Adamic nature. I'm going to get you to speak on that. That's Plus good. the thing in Ephesians 5, when it talks about submitting, wives, submit to your husband. But before then, if I'm reading my Bible right, it says submit ye one to another. Why? Yeah in the world have we forgotten about that part and then we take this other part and we um, magnify it oh magnify this part not magnify the lord with me but magnify this part so i'm gonna throw those things out i'm muting myself because i know i'm gonna holla as you talk
1: <laughs> well i'm turning over there in my scripture because um you know i love that portion of scripture and love teaching down through it because it Paul, that's the thing that you see exemplified by Jesus. Um, you know, he never showed any, 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 a, n, y, any type of prejudice or preference in men and women ever. Matter of fact, he stood up for women more than he stood up for men because he was trying to correct a wrong in the situation. Now, the thing about Ephesians chapter five is again it people always relate this husbands love your wives you know just as christ loved the church so and so forth again you're right he's trying to relate how to worship he's just got through talking about being filled with the spirit and singing psalms hymns and spiritual songs submitting yourself to the submitting to one another in the fear of the lord and in another place, I love the text that says, wife, submit to your own husbands in the Lord. And husbands, submit to your own wives. Don't submit to somebody else's husband. You don't have to, you don't have to submit to somebody else's husband, just cause that man. Nor, you know, in the same way, he got to submit back to you. That means you got to care because the relationships Jesus was trying to give were love relationships, not force relationships. You know, you obey me because I said, love me, love. And, and and so Paul lays all this stuff out, you know, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. And he gets through all of that. He might sanctify it, cleanse it with the washing. He might present it to himself, a glorious church, not hiding spot, a wrinkle, any such thing, you know, which I've always wanted for the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And uh, then he, he, he basically ironed those wrinkles out because the top layer is ironed with him. So, nobody can see my spot and wrinkle because it's covered up. So, why am I trying anyway? That's a whole nother story. Maybe I'm not the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Maybe Paul lied in that part. I don't know. Or maybe our concepts about spot and wrinkles aren't congruent with our own theology. Man, eh, just a thought. But anyway, <laughs> lots of stuff in the text. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. And he who loves his own wife loves himself. For no one has hated his own flesh and nourishes and cherishes just as so the Lord does the church. So he goes on down. For this reason, the man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Okay, so we're using all that about marriage. And then he says, but man, verse 32, this is a great mystery. He's like, look, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to, I'm trying to express myself but really I'm speaking concerning Christ in the church. I'm not really, I'm not really talking about, but but then he says, I love it in verse 33, he says, nevertheless, I mean, you should love your wife, (laughs) love your own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her own husband. Yeah, yeah, make sure you do that. But this metaphor was about how you and Christ are to relate to one another. You're the woman, I'm the woman. Now, in this metaphor, and, and that's the, the woman is often a metaphor for the church. Say that again.
0: Explain that to our audience. Say that again. That part that said, I'm the woman, he's, he's showing you who, you-
1: yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's uh, Paul is saying here that, um, he said, Look, um, the I'm talking about Christ is head over the church and you as the wife, the woman, the bride, the bride of Christ. And this this correlates with uh, um, Revelation chapter 12 when he's talking about that um, that the beast comes to eat the woman. You know, he doesn't want the woman to grow. He doesn't want the church to grow into its place, and therefore it fights it until God stands up for the church. I thought he said it was a woman. Now you're saying it's a church. Is it a church? Is it a woman? Which one is it? it's a met, woman was a metaphor. So that's why oftentimes it's a whole nother thing. That's why oftentimes when the word for woman is used, it's not the that woman, it's the word soul. And you'll hear pre- people preach on that. It's just like folks that say that um, there's no such thing as a literal hell because there's some texts that mean it's a mental state. Well, that's true, but there's more scriptures that say it's a literal hell. So you can't just pick those ones and say this, but on, the, uh, on this situation, you can't just pick the one that say it's a wombed woman. It could be talking about when a man's in his flesh, this is what's going on. When he said, don't let the flesh talk in church. Oh, wait a minute, what? Yeah, you should sit in silence and learn from somebody who can teach you, who's, oh, now we talking. Now you don't wanna hear what I got to say but see look at you that we even got to those texts yet why aren't people talking about it because they're afraid to breach this area but again i challenge every person that has apostle in front of their name or feels like it you have no excuse because as a calling we have to penetrate proton positively positively blast forward and establish these truths in the earth so that God's kingdom, so that Christ's kingdom can be seen manifested through us of what it's supposed to be. As best we can do it. Like Paul said, as much as you're gonna have understanding, walk it out, you know? <laughs> but that doesn't mean either person goes home. See, I preach this sometimes and the woman goes home and, and, it, and acts like an ass, excuse me and 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 I'm thinking okay if it in the man doing it now the woman's going to go home that's still you missed it that's mutual like mm-hmm. keep your love on thing you know that thing about okay I'm mad at you you're mad at me but let's I love you and I don't want this but I'm about to say some stuff I'm I'm, I'm mad I mean, it takes a lot of maturity to get to that spot where you're saying, I'm, "I'm gonna say this, honey, but I promise you, I'm not pulling away." But I need to, I, I need to get some stuff out here. You know, it, it takes a while to pull yourself to that type of maturity. And honestly, that's a balance of of when we start to reach a maturity. It isn't matter whether you male or female. mature is mature. and that's the difference too. When you're less developed. You might have more distinctive gender roles, but a refined man is a gentleman. Now it doesn't mm-hmm. mean he's not strategic. That doesn't mean he won't he won't slice you and dice you as quick as he'll is as, as quick as he'll spice you and, mm-hmm. and take care of you and you know look things up. Man. But all of those factors are working in him because he's matured himself to a place where he's become more balanced. He's become you know. Fitly. And I think that's a good example of what God is trying to do with the spirit of believers in this hour so they're not just, they can they, they got room for the pastoral, the, the prophetic, the teaching, the, the, the apostolic, the evangelistic. They have understanding of all those functions in the spirit realm and they can as easily move to this one and then move to that one and then move to this one. That's just a sign of maturity. Hallelujah. May God give us all the terrible
0: In this, in this, we had spoken about the, the, the things. I really believe that m- much more is offensive to God. You know, people say, well, you know, if you curse, I'm talking about cuss. I should say cuss. If you cuss, then you're not thus and so. But I believe that all of the. Uh, all of the beautiful words that people speak sometimes without a cuss word, but is uh, uh, um, bastardizing the word of God is worse than anything else. Now I am offended for the kingdom. I'm offended for God in that. And any and every time that we demean any, any being, any being, whether it be in a female house, whether it be in a male house, whether it be in a, a black, a yellow, a, gray, a, 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 a whatever color outside house, all of those things. Another thing that I think that we do, this is one of the reasons I hate the word race, is that uh, uh, he says that we were all made of one blood. When we start to recognize that, see, one of the things of it is is this, there. Some people in the body of Christ that will never accept that because I don't know I, I don't know how old you are, but I go back a long way and they used to say if somebody has one drop of black blood in them, they black. Well, how in the heck you gonna know about one drop? I, I was a nurse also. I have never, ever, ever been asked to bring some white blood, some Mexican blood, some black blood, some any kind of blood. Do you understand? When And if I believe in creation, then I got to believe that we're one race. If I believe in evolution, I right. got to believe the same thing. There was only, they say there was the Big Bang, okay? There was the creation. There was that. And so when we look at this, I, I, I believe that one of the things that people like uh, uh, Mr. Dakes, uh, uh, Scofield. Um, um, many of these ca- Catholicism, all of these things, because you cannot be superior if we are of one race. You cannot be superior because we are all of that same of that same um, uh, origin. That's what race means. It means that. It means the origin. So we came from the same origin. So we got. We have about three minutes on this program, and I'm inviting you back now. To, uh, 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 for the next program, and I thank you for your acceptance. And so I want
1: you—you
0: <laughs> know—we got some of the same initials. So and and speak to some of this because we 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 talk the same language in this, and I so love you, Barry. I really do.
1: Well, thank you, I, and I love you too. It, it's I understand. And Paul said, "I'm jealous for the godly jealousy." And he, you know, in one, another place, he's talking about all his burdens, and he said, and he lists his jealousy for the church as one of the burdens he bears. Like, it, it, you know, I w- almost like I wish, you know, I didn't feel this way, but I can't get it out of my system, and that's another difference too. Like, oftentimes you'll see, you know, um, uh, prophets and and apostles both uh, often have a difficulty with st- again. If they're genuine apostles and prophets they're not they're gonna have a difficulty and I'm not saying you can't be a genuine prophet or apostle that hears from God and still have some of the religious system on you but you've got there has to be something in you because the Holy Spirit in you to fulfill your office will be pounding on you to set this thing in order, and that's why i don't I tell people all the time now if you don't are uncomfortable talking about I'm like no why would I be that's that's only have so many days on the earth and that's i believe in it so i need to talk about it and it's a problem <laughs> it's a major problem and i believe that's one of the things in this hour is we need men and women of god who get understanding will take the time to study some stuff out to get some understanding to to put some thoughts together to to understand history a little bit better to to read about some of the concepts and get it firmly down in their spirit and that's what that reference I make often to coming out of a church centered age to a kingdom centered age because the church exists inside of the kingdom but the kingdom is the overall philosophy. It's like, it's built into creation. It's built in with science. It's no matter how you look at it. It's like, I can't, I can't, I know we got to go but like I can't stand up for transgenderism because but even if I believed in the Big Bang, it takes a positive and a negative bang to make the thing happen. So the whole pattern is messed up when you tell me that's not the pattern. That's it's right. Uh, no, we got
0: to go. We got to go. Listen, uh, well, we. Back, uh, Apostle Barry and I will be next back next week when we're here on the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way to Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way. This is Dr. Baker J. Baker. Remember I'll, all of the websites, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.